It's study time, y'all. Welcome to Smart Poker Study. I'm your coach, Sky Matsuhashi. Let's get you learning and taking action. So today's episode is going to be a little bit different from the normal poker strategy content that I provide. Today, we're talking health, and specifically, we're talking about stopping eating sugar. Now, this episode was inspired by Dr. Berg's Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast. Yeah, I know, it's a mouthful of a name, right? I'll say it once again, Dr. Berg's Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast. And you can find a link to it uh, in the show notes page for today, smartpokerstudy.com slash sugar. Uh, But back on June 26th, he put out a podcast episode, which was titled, What Happens If You Stop Eating Sugar for 14 Days? And he covers nine really key things that happens when you stop eating sugar. Things, uh, for, uh, nine key, like, critical benefits of stopping eating sugar. And I thought they were all great, but one in particular, I'm going to play for you the audio from the podcast episode. The other eight items, I'll just kind of discuss those. Now, one thing, like, his podcast, I kind of thought he might give you tips on also quitting sugar, but he didn't give you that. So I'm going to discuss the nine things, the nine benefits from stopping eating sugar. But then I'll give you some of my own personal tips from my own experience in trying to eliminate sugar from my diet. And speaking of sugar, I really like the fact that we're talking about sugar because it gives me a chance to play this. So that was System of a Down with their hit song, Sugar, right? Just a little segment of it right there, but I always love that part of the song. Anyway, no more dilly-dally. Let's get to it. Gambate! What do you say we cut the chit-chat a-hole? All right, so like I said, at the show notes page, you can find a link to this podcast episode so you can hear the whole thing. Uh, He talks about what would happen if you stop eating sugar for 14 days. And uh, I I love all these nine benefits he discusses. So number one is that you lose your appetite for sugar. Basically, eating sugar just promotes more sugar eating, right? Number two is that you're going to become less hungry. And he explains this with some kind of technical jargon. But just in general, you cut out that sugar. You're going to be more satiated with the healthier meals that you eat. And you're going to be less hungry for more sugar and other snacky type stuff, right? Number three, this is a good one. Less fatigue is as well. I guess because when you get sugar in your system, it gives you that hit of energy, that jolt of energy. But then there's the come down after that and you feel fatigued after sugar. Number four, benefit number four is you lose excessive water and fat, right? Everybody's significant other wants you to lose that fat, right? And the water in your in your belly, of course. Number five. Now, this is the one I'm going to play for you the entire snippet right here. It's just about 25 seconds or so. Number five, enhanced mood. So if you were grouchy before, you're now going to be a lot calmer, less stressed, And you're going to be actually nice to be around. Okay, that's good. Also, your cognitive function will improve. So you're you're going to feel more focused. You can have more concentration. You'll be less ADD, more attention to focus on your projects. 
So you can imagine right there how that's going to benefit not only your life, but poker as well. Enhanced mood, of course, maybe you won't be so quick to anger when you're playing poker. Those bad beats hopefully won't affect you that much. But also, you know, the wife, the kids, the husband, the kids, the grandkids, everybody's just going to hopefully enjoy being around you a little bit more because of that improved mood. And what I really liked when it comes to poker, right, is that increased cognition or better cognition, increased focus. You're going to be making better decisions, paying attention to what your opponents are doing, making reads, making plays. So this that was the thing that really struck me right there. I did not realize that sugar or cutting out sugar enhances the mood and gives you more focus. So I guess the opposite is true, right? When you eat a ton of sugar, your mood gets worse, maybe on a gradual level for some, but maybe others really bad. But then, of course, you cannot focus and not as much cognition or uh, cognitive um, uh, abilities, right? When you're eating sugar. So that was a uh, benefit. Number five benefit. Six is that your skin looks better. Hey, that's nice. Benefit seven, less stiffness, inflammation, and pain. Also, the interesting thing about this kind of related to poker as well, uh, your brain cells can start to grow. For some reason, sugar inhibits brain cell growth. Well, you need that brain to function properly, right? You want as many brain cells being produced uh, as possible for the good cognition, good memory, all that jazz. So this was a really important one. Number seven helps your brain cells grow when you reduce sugar or cut sugar out. Benefit number eight was it reduces fat in the liver. For a lot of people right now, if you got like an extended belly, it's often because you have a fatty liver. Cut out the sugars, less fat in there, uh, less potential of having fatty liver disease. And then benefit number nine is improved kidney functions. Hey, so all those right there, and I highly recommend that you listen to the entire episode. Once again, go to the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash sugar, or just, you know, anywhere you can download his uh, podcast episodes, Dr. Berg's Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast. It was from uh, June 26. But yeah, I recommend that you go through listening to the entire thing. It's going to open your eyes. And if you've never really thought about cutting out sugar, uh, this is hopefully the podcast will really get you to pull the trigger on that. So speaking about pulling the trigger on cutting out sugar, I have three simple tips for you. Now, while I say they're simple, they are so difficult, (laughs) especially for someone like me who's a sugar-holic. I absolutely love sugar. So tip number one is to assess where your sugar is coming from. For me, it used to be a ton of like candies, like candy bars, Snickers, M&M, stuff like that, as well as Coca-Cola. Love the soda, right? As well as uh, after-dinner desserts, cakes, pies, and that kind of thing. And of course, dumping plenty of sugar in my coffee. So like I said, know where your sugars are coming from, because if you're not really paying attention to the nutritional contents uh, of your various foods, you know, looking at the labels on the back of products, you're not going to know that, holy cow, this soda has 22 grams of sugar in it. This orange juice that I bought, I never knew this had 22 grams of sugar as well, just like a soda. So pay attention to those uh, nutritional facts and assess where your sugar is coming from. Number two, it's not to go cold turkey. Cutting out sugar was the one of the hardest things I've ever done. Uh, what I recommend is to cut out one thing that you know you can easily ditch. For me, the first thing I cut out was the 2 p.m. Snickers or Kit Kat or M&Ms every day. So back when I had an office job, I would often go, um, like I would supply the office I would supply. So I was the office manager. I would go to the store. And so when visitors, when they come to the office, we could have snacks for them and stuff. I would buy various packages of candy, whether it's just uh, dark chocolate, Hershey's bars, um, 
uh, little Snickers things, I would buy those for the office. And every day at two or three o'clock when my energy was flagging, I would head to the jar and pull out a handful and eat it, right? And I realized, holy cow, this is so much sugar I'm putting into me. This was the easiest thing for me to cut. Now, it was tough because that sugar jar was actually in my office with or yeah, in my uh, in my area with me as the office manager, right? Because I had so many people stopping in, coming past my desk. I was the one in charge of the chocolate. Yeah, it was always there. So it was tough from a being around it standpoint. But from a health conscious standpoint, I just know that that candy and stuff was super bad for me. So much sugar in it. That was the first thing I cut out. So find your easy thing to cut out. That's step two. Now, step three, after you cut out that simplest thing, is to systematically, maybe once every one, two, or maybe every three weeks, cut out something new from your diet. So you all know breakfast cereals in the morning, tons of sugar in those bad boys, right? If you're eating something like that every morning or a bagel for breakfast, or you're having toast with jam on it, or a cup of orange juice for breakfast too, you're just slamming your body with sugar first thing in the morning. See, us humans, we evolved over millions of years not even having breakfast at all. We don't need to have breakfast. I would recommend just some coffee in the morning to get you going, to pep up your mind, that kind of a thing. Um, but that would be the next step. Step three is to cut out the next thing. Every meal, cut something out. So start with breakfast, cut something sugar-related, bread-related there. Lunches, cut out those sandwiches, maybe switch to salads with the same proteins and vegetables, but just skip the bread. You know, so every one, two, or three weeks beyond that, start cutting out one more thing. If you just gradually follow this process of cutting out a little by little, you're going to get to where you eat hardly any sugar. And let me tell you, over the past three weeks, I had one beer. Um, I had a little bit of whiskey with some sugar. Um, I didn't have any pizza, which I love pizza, but all that bread's not good for you. No cereal, zero desserts, other than a birthday party the other day where I had some cake. Um, no sodas, zero sodas, zero, um, what do you call them, uh, candy bars and stuff. Like, I've successfully been able to cut sugar out of most of my diet on a weekly basis. But it did take a long time, and it took some discipline, and it took some setbacks, right? I would go, like, two or three weeks with having hardly any sugar, and then all of a sudden, I start cramming sugar in again, right? Because it's Halloween. i got to help my kids eat their candy, right? So... That's how I recommend do it. One small step at a time. Don't try to go cold turkey unless you're just a fan of pain, <laughs> right? All right. Thank you so much for listening today. I appreciate your ears. And uh, if you want to get more out of this episode and check out Dr. Berg's podcast for yourself, just go to the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash sugar. And if you really want to do something great for your poker journey, you've got to become a member of the Poker Forge. Nine masterclass courses. I teach you everything that you need to play awesome, exploitative, profitable poker. So visit thepokerforge.com right now and join. And don't forget about my second podcast called Daily Poker Tips. You can find it at smartpokerstudy.com slash daily poker tips. You can get it wherever you get your podcasts. And obviously, you're going to get one poker tip every single day. Until next time, take action both on and off the felt to become the player that you want to be.